Hello Keen, hello Southwestern. It's uh, awesome to be back here. For those of you who don't know me, I studied here. I came here at the end of 1990s and did undergrad here, did a theology degree and some of my best years, uh, great memories and coming back here yesterday, driving on the highway. Wow, what, what a change. Uh, I remember uh, 67, there used to be just a little two lane highway going to Dallas and now it's, it's like a highway. Uh, but then I came to Old Betsy and I came down Hillcrest and it's like time has stopped and nothing changed, but in a good way, in a good way. Anyway, it's awesome to be here and I'm really happy to talk about very interesting topic, wisdom. Why are you all here? Why did I come here? Wisdom. I don't think people come to Keene because this is the most beautiful dream of your life. You come here because of this university and it's a great place to be. Great place to chase wisdom. And we come here because we have this certainty that we get this degree at the end of four years and that degree will tell everyone that you have wisdom. And then we allow April to come up here for 15 minutes and we realize that all that certainty that we came here with, she breaks it all into little pieces. So what we, were what we are going to do for the rest of these meetings, we're gonna try to put all these pieces together and find what this wisdom really is. And it, she's absolutely right. Certainty, it's definitely not it. And you probably experienced it in your life. So today we are going to start that little journey, chasing, chasing that wisdom. What is wisdom? Where do we find it? And uh, what a better place to start than in the Bible, and what a better place to start than in the very, very beginning. Um, of course, wisdom, we can go to many, many places, but let's just start from the very beginning of the Bible. So uh, open with me, book of Genesis, we'll start in chapter one, verse one. And even though that most of you probably know this chapter by heart, open it with me anyway. Um, and before I start reading, I would like to pray one more time, so pray with me. Heavenly Father, we are here tonight to chase wisdom. We are here to find what wisdom really is. We came to Keen to study about wisdom, to learn about wisdom. And so right now, as we open your words, that best place to find wisdom, we ask for your presence. Open our eyes. Show us wisdom. Amen. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. What a beautiful statement, like this huge, powerful statement at the very beginning of uh, the Bible. And most of the, the rest of the Bible is based on this. God, the creator, he creates everything that is out there, the heavens, and then everything that is down here, the earth. And then the very next sentence will take a little step back. And now we're going to look at how did it all happen. So let's take a little peek, a little look at what happened. How was God creating the heavens, the earth? It says, verse 2, And the earth was, was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. And we are talking about wisdom for us today. And so as I'm reading creation, you may think, well, this was, you know, way back then, even before we were born, before creation. 
uh, before sin, it doesn't really apply to us. But there is something interesting that happens in the Bible, in the story of the Bible. So we have at the beginning creation, God creates this amazing, beautiful world, and Adam and Eve are in this world, and you know it doesn't last very long, and sin comes into the world. And sin does horrible things. And so as the centuries go on, God picks this nation, these people, and he says, I'm going to start all over. And these people, they're called Israel, and he creates new world for them, new Garden of Eden, and we call that place Israel. And he brings these people there to this new place. And we are expecting this amazing romantic story. And it doesn't happen. You know how it ends. They are just as bad as Adam and Eve and everybody before them. In many ways, they are even worse. And they end up leaving this new garden. And they end up in Babylon. And when they leave, and we look at this place, and Jeremiah looks at this place, and he describes this place. And he looks and he says, and the place was void, was empty. And he says, and there is no light. And he quotes from this text. And now we realize that what sin does to this planet, to this world, it takes it back to pre-creation state. The world that we see here, that's the world that we experience as a result of sin. And I'm sure that some of you experience that in your life, where you feel like your world is formless and void, and there is darkness, and there is uncertainty, and emptiness, and nothing, there is, there is no meaning to life. But then there is one beautiful, beautiful sentence, and you will see this sentence all over the Bible, and it's right here at the very beginning. And it says, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. You know, it's amazing that every time when people sin, every time when we see some destruction, some horrible things in the world, you know where is God? You know, we would expect him, I'm going to go home to my beautiful heaven and I'll wait for you until you fix it. No, God is always there. Just, just like here, it says, and the earth is formless, void, empty, darkness, waste, and God is there. Right? And then verse 3, it says, And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good. As you're reading biblical texts, um, there are certain ways or, or certain helps that the authors left us. And one of these keys to unlocking the secrets and understand the text is repetition. You don't need to know Hebrew and Greek. Those are all great and awesome. Um, and if you have time, learn them. But even if you don't know any of those, repetition is easy. You can see it in your English, Spanish, Korean Bible. And as you're going from the very, very beginning, the authors start leaving you this little string that you can follow. And here, from the very beginning, from chapter one, we have a repetition. And this repetition is here. And God saw that it was good. You know this chapter. You know this story. And I'm sure that you've noticed how much it repeats. It repeats to a point that it annoys us. It's like, come on, author, you already told us this. We know. But he wants to make sure that you notice. God saw that it was what? That it was good. 
And then God creates Adam and Eve. And he doesn't leave this knowledge for himself. He takes Adam and Eve for a little stroll and he shows them all these trees. Uh, as you go from Dallas and you drive towards Keene, it's all like empty. And then you come to Keene and you see all these beautiful, big, tall trees. Right? And God comes here and he says, look at all these amazing trees. Keen. And God looks and he says, what? It is good. And then he looks at Adam and Eve and he says, take and eat. But God is not one of those professors who don't even read your assignment and he'll just give you an A and, you know, it's a really easy class because it doesn't matter what you do, you are going to get an A. No, God then looks the other way and he says, and, and you see that tree? Not good. Don't eat that. And so from the very beginning, we know what is good and what is bad. Why? Because God sees and he knows and he shares this information with us. Uh, you probably have noticed this expression in the Old Testament, um, in the sight of the Lord, it was evil, or and what they did in the sight of the Lord, it was good. And it repeats a lot, this phrase. You know where it comes from? It comes from right here. And God doesn't stop looking in Genesis 1. He keeps on looking in Genesis 2 and 3 and on. And he shares this information with us. And from the very beginning, we start looking for some certainty. We start putting these broken pieces together. And you know where is the beginning of wisdom? Here in Genesis 1. The beginning of wisdom is looking at the world through God's eyes. It says here, and God saw that it was good. And later on, he looks and he says, and it says, and God saw that that other thing was not good. And he shares that very important information with us. What is wisdom? We can say many definitions. We could look for wisdom and inspiration for wisdom in various places. I have some friends who say wisdom goes all the way back to Greek people. All those philosophers, you know. Then I know people who say, you know, my grandparents, that's wisdom. Sit at their feet. They know. They, are, they have the experience. And then maybe you're one of those young people who say, no, wisdom, that's now. We know, right? Or it's, it's that girl. She gives me the inspiration. That's, where the, that's the source of wisdom. I came here, I had no inspiration, I had no wisdom, but now the lights came on and now I have the drive to finish Southwestern. And we find certainty in things that are uncertain. And I don't wish you anything bad in your life and I hope that you'll find a beautiful husband or a wife here and you'll stay forever and ever and you'll find your perfect job and maybe you'll go into ministry. I had one student a few years back and... Um, one day, I was walking with him on, on the beach in Michigan. If you've never been to Andrews, it's one of the nicest things that you can find there are those amazing beaches. And we were walking, and he turns to me and he says, Professor, I want to tell you something. And I looked at him, it's like, and, and he started to be very serious. He was like a funny guy. He would always joke around. He, he was the, you know, when the class started, he would always say some joke, and everybody started laughing. That was him. And he said, I want to tell you something. I fell in love with another woman. And this is a pastor. 
is a guy who was on fire for on ministry, absolute certainty in wisdom. He had a wife, he had two kids. And then he started looking around and he saw wisdom and he saw inspiration in somewhere else. Where is wisdom? From the very beginning, there is only one wisdom and one source in this broken mess. And from the very beginning, it says, and God saw. What is wisdom? Wisdom is to be able to see the world through God's eyes, not through my eyes. You know, these days, the world tells us, if, if you can find wisdom, if you can find that source of your happiness somewhere else, go after that. You know, change, leave, do, do your thing. But then God comes along and says, look at the world through my eyes. Let me share what is wisdom with you. So for the rest of these evenings, we'll keep putting all these pieces all together. Uh, tomorrow night, Michael will show us in chapter 3, how do we see this world through God's eyes? How can we chase these wisdom sources? Our only Father, thank you for sharing what you see with us. Thank you that you didn't just keep it for yourself, but you told us what you see through your eyes. And so right now, as we are trying to find wisdom, as we pay a lot of money for wisdom here in King, please help us find that real true source of wisdom. Please give us wisdom. Amen. <laughs>